It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Great to be speaking again with the Veterans Affairs Minister in South Australia, Jeff Brock. How are you, Jeff? Good morning, Ricky, and good morning to all your listeners. Uh, great to have you with us, and uh, it is a, a solemn occasion today, Vietnam Veterans Day. Uh, first of all, just uh, what is the significance of this day? I guess as the years go on, we need to keep reminding people why it's so important. Well, look, it is, and I've got lots of friends, as a lot of other people have got lots of acquaintances and things like that that went over in the Vietnam War. I've got a, I've got a brother who went across there. And uh, it's the significance uh, of to just keep remembering uh, the, the sacrifices that those young kids, and there were only young kids that went across to Vietnam. Some of them were uh, conscripts, um, it's the Marbles Day, and also there was uh, quite a few national servicemen went across there. But interesting, it's uh, to, on the 12th of March this year, marked the 50th year from when the rear party or the first Australian task force uh, arrived back on Australian soil. So... It is very significant, but look, uh, it is it is a, a very emotional day. Sometimes, I, the we, when they came back, um, I'm sorry to say, a lot of our uh, our veterans when they came back to Australia, the hometowns, etc., and in Port Pirie and, and regional uh, cities, were no, townships were no different. Um, they weren't treated very, very well, and, and in actual fact, they were shunned and isolated and things like that. But it's, and what happened, what should have happened was that people didn't believe in that war. They should have actually taken out on the government of the day because these young kids, were, uh, they were going across there. They were, fought, they were working uh, for fighting for, through the Australian Army. And they were fighting for a cause uh, and to, to liberate a country over the other side there. So, uh, And I've got lots of friends and as other people around the areas um, that the families had made great sacrifices. They'd lost loved ones in that, in that conflict. And even from the conflict going forward, there's still a lot of people, and I'm finding this out as the Minister of Veterans Affairs, the more I go around and talking to younger veterans uh, about uh, the issues and the challenges they've got. And, uh, you know, there's, there's still lots of challenges out there. And uh, we, we, as a community, we as a nation, as a state, we need to be able to walk, the, walk with these people, help them out when, and support them where and required. And when they ask for, if they're, they're not asking for help, but uh, there's a lot of people out there that are just sitting back and uh, just doing nothing, basically. They're still getting on with their lives, but we need to make certain we embrace those people, those young kids in that, that particular time. And they're not young kids anymore. They're in their 60s and 70s, and we need to look after them. For the younger generation who might be listening to this, might not be aware of that history that you've sort of gone through there. It wasn't really by choice that a lot of them went over there, and yet they were ostracised when they came home. Yes, and this is the issue, and a lot of, a lot of the young ones don't know these days. They see a lot of conflicts on the TV, and yeah, you know, quite frankly, I, I'm starting to think that 
you know, we, are we getting immune to uh, seeing stuff on the TV? We see what's happening in Ukraine and other locations across all of the world at the moment, and there's a, it's, it's an utter disgrace. The human society needs to wake up for themselves. But in those days there, yes, uh, there was uh, what we call... Uh, uh, whatever, they, they drew marbles out in, in, one of my, in that particular era. And if your number came up, and for my sake, if my, my number at my birthday on the 24th of February, if it had it come up, uh, I would have been straight into the army, uh, straight into the armed forces, and uh, for a period of time, there was no questions asked. Um, but my uh, marble didn't come up. But however, I did serve. Uh, I, even though I didn't get uh, conscripted, I did serve in the army reserve for six or seven years, um, and I learnt a lot from that. But but certainly, a lot of my uh, instructors in that period of time were also that um, they they had come back from Vietnam. They did a tour there, but. These, people, these kids didn't have an opportunity. They didn't actually... Uh, some of them volunteered in the... You know, they went into the army and you know, went across, but lots and lots of them had no idea and they were just basically conscripted to go across. They did what they were told, what they was asked of them by, by their, their nation, their, their country, to actually help the, the South Vietnamese uh, get away from the North Vietnamese at the time. But certainly... Um, this is not. This is something we need to make certain the younger ones are aware of that and the sacrifices that... Uh, not only the, the young kids made, but also their families, because a lot of them lost their loved ones. A lot of them, uh, even though the loved ones may have come back, they, they may have lost them in, in another form with the way of their, uh, their health and well-being and their PTSD, uh, their, their mental health issues and things like that. So, again, we just need to have that uh, commemoration and keep the memory there and, say, and understand how thankful we are as a nation, as a state, and as, as a country. Yeah, across that 10... Have, have, have the, the freedom we've got today. But across those 10 years, I understand we lost 520 or more Australians and a further 3,000 wounded. But as you say, the mental health impact as well, we still probably don't know the full extent of it. What is, uh, in your experience uh, in, as a Veterans Affairs Minister now for a little while, what's a helpful way or a healthy way of, of talking about Vietnam Veterans Day with someone who you know might well have been a veteran? Well, two things. Uh, the Royal Commission's, uh, the interim reports came out. It's 526 pages, I think. Uh, that's got some good stuff in there. They're coming over to South Australia in the next 12 months. Their next report won't be finalised until two, uh, 2025. I've had people come and, and want to talk to me as the minister. Um, I've had meet the minister at the, the Torrance Parade Ground. I went to the southeast uh, just recently and went to Mount Gambia, Millicent and Panola, met veterans down there and their families. Um, listen to them. Just, just sit back and listen. And I've had some people who, who lost their loved ones to um, cause the mental health issues and the, the anxiety uh, and suicide and you know and I've had people come in my office and all they wanted to do was to actually talk to somebody and I'm what I'm calling the listening board for a lot of these people and this is very emotional but uh, certainly there is a lot of challenges out there and again this is why I'm having these um, meet the minister sessions out there and, and I'll continue to do that whilst I'm the minister for veterans affairs and I want to be able to listen to all, there's two things. We've got the older veterans with World War One, World War Two, etc. But we've got the younger ones and the the later uh, conflicts. We need to look after those and listen to those people and be able to work uh, through all the issues. It's not easy. Uh, it's not easy at all. But at the end of the day, we've, we've got this Royal Commission, uh, and I congratulate them for uh, having the entry report coming out. We need to continue to actually look at that. And then all state governments and also the national, the federal government need to look at that and work together collaboratively with. Not only the uh, the RSLs and the and the different uh, 
service organisations out there because there's a lot of them out there, but a lot of people don't know about those things. Yeah, it's great uh, you're available to speak with them, Jeff Brock, Minister for Veterans Affairs. There are, of course, also Lifeline if you need to talk to someone straight away, 13 11 14, Beyond Blue, 1322 46 36, and there's a dedicated charity, Open Arms, 1 800 011046 for veterans and families counselling as well. Uh, look, uh, Ricky, I've, I've uh, spoken to the uh, the uh, soldiers on and things like that. I've visited the repat, the revamp, the repat in Adelaide, um, and there's lots of organisations out there. And one of the other things, I'm talking to a lot of businesses out there that are they're actually encouraging um, returned servicemen if they're coming out of the army. They've got some. They've got great aspects. They've got great knowledge and, and opportunities. And, they, and there's organisations out there that are trying to. Uh, give those off those people an opportunity to get back when they transition from the services into the civil um, area to be able to have some sort of meaningful employment. So again, we've got a long way to go, Ricky, um, but we, we're working through it, and, and I'm here to uh, support everyone as much as I can, and we have to work through this together collaboratively and walking the course together. Thanks very much, Jeff Brock, Veterans Affairs Minister, for joining us today on Flow. Thank you very much. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.